Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle B. Griffin. And I'm the other half of Michelle Squared, Michelle J. Raymond. And Michelle, this week, I'm going to press the buttons, pour some gasoline on a pretty hot topic on LinkedIn. This one is blowing up in my circles, and I think it's happening in yours as well. Oh, Michelle, what could that be? I think the letter starts with P. Am I right? It's an oldie but a goodie. We're talking about pods and that's engagement pods. For those of you who don't know, it's pretty much where people game the system and pay to play. And what do I mean by that? Pretty much the LinkedIn algorithm loves conversations happening on LinkedIn. So when you create a post, when you get lots of comments quickly going backwards and forwards, the algorithm goes, this is great. Let's have more of this out on the platform. But there are people that pay to play. And what I mean by that, they join a group. And then so every time they post, the group comes in and put all of these fake comments and just swarm the post. So it looks like they're really popular. And I think for me, like, I'm just going to go quiet for a moment and hand the microphone over to you, because I think if I start on this one, I might not end my rant. So what's your thoughts on engagement pods? Michelle, whatever way you want to call them. I've even heard them recently being called parties, community. That's why I say my community is non-engagement pod. Whatever you want to call it, it's still a stupid pod. And they are becoming so rampant. When I first got on LinkedIn a couple years ago, I would get approached all the time. But I said no, because that is totally gaming the system. But one day you'll see someone who doesn't get a lot of engagement or something. And then you come back a few weeks later and they have blown up. Okay, that is usually because they are in a pod. And I have a strong, salty take on these two because they are just so inauthentic and disingenuous and wrong and accordingly against the terms and conditions. But the sad thing is there are so many people who don't know better. When they see these people blow up, they just think they have some secret sauce and they follow them blindly when sadly they have been playing and gaming the system and it's not right. So I want to talk about today, just like we said, when we started this podcast, we're here to bust cliches, tell you like it is. And so you make your own decisions, but there's a lot of people who have no clue. And so let's get into it, Michelle. Look, and this conversation has started with thanks to Daniel Hall, who's a friend of mine, and he's called out some of this. I don't understand the tech way that he looks into it, but his investigations revealed that some of these people are getting 8,000 comments in such a short window of time. We're not talking a group of friends who all get along together supporting each other. That is not what we're calling out here. We're calling out a random bunch of strangers who know what they're doing are wrong. How can I tell you that they know what they're doing is wrong? Is because when you go onto these websites, they always have these disclaimers that say, oh, we've worked out how to work around the restrictions on LinkedIn. Why do you think LinkedIn have these kind of restrictions? And the funny thing is for every person that gets called out, they always deny it. And I think that is hilarious. I was like, if there's nothing wrong with it, what are you hiding for? Now, exactly. the thing that infuriates me, which you said, Michelle, is I understand when new people come on LinkedIn and you look around and it feels like everybody's going great guns and you're getting crickets and someone says, come over and join my community. 
will help you get more reach, why wouldn't you say yes? I totally understand it from that. But these people, and they are some of the biggest creators on LinkedIn that people idolize and look up to. And they're actually the people that are just gaming the system. And I think it's wrong. And I'm not afraid to say it. Not only that, they just act like they have this unicorn status that whatever they touch with pixie dust, they've grown and then it led them to all this. And it's just wrong. It's like stealing. It really is. And that's not the way a really good, solid personal brand should be built. And it also makes me mad because like you said, there's people come on, they're not getting engagement and it makes them feel bad. Like what's wrong with me? nothing's wrong with you because you're doing it the right way. You're building over time. These people just decided, let's just game the system and play, let's play wrong. And I, I'm hoping that LinkedIn will find a way to crack down on this. So with your conversations with your friend, what's going on in that front? Is there any AI that can detect or is AI just really making this worse with 8,000 comments? Come on, that's crazy. Look, I think there's definitely an element that LinkedIn understands that this is going on. If we go back a few episodes where we talked about the LinkedIn algorithm, what they're rewarding, what they want, which is for the record, if you miss that episode, it's knowledge and advice. They don't actually want you to go viral. They want you to talk to a specific audience. They want you to generate conversations and genuine on a topic that you're known for. So when you talk about something that's not in your lane, bang, the algorithms go, what is going on here? There used to be things like everyone say, oh, the first hour after you post, it's the most important, make sure you babysit your post. And I think that's been absolute rubbish for a long time now. And I think that was one of LinkedIn's things to stop these pod people who would say, Basically, what happens is you would write your post, you would stick it in this group, the link to it, and everyone would jump across. Now, if LinkedIn expands that time frame, then it really doesn't give that much benefit. Now, I personally have found the first hour of my post, I don't hear that much anymore. Not like I used to. It used to be crazy. Now, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'll sit there and I'll be like, it's been 20 minutes and there's 10 impressions. It hasn't even been shown to anyone. I'm like, what's going on? But then later on, it just seems to gain legs and keep going further. But I don't know if you've noticed that, Michelle. Have you noticed the way your posts perform over time has changed? Oh, absolutely. And back from the heyday of 2021, when you'd get all these impressions right away, we were spoiled. So now I know it's an upward spiral. I'll come back even a day or two later. I'm like, oh, wow. I don't really go by the impressions, Michelle. I go by conversations and what impact it's getting. But I still see people come in all the time and they just take this blind wrong advice and then start wondering what's wrong with me or they hop into these pods. I've heard a lot of people say, oh, when I first got on LinkedIn, I didn't know better. I got in these pods and it was a disaster. I've known people who were so in over their head, they had to hire VAs to help them keep up with it all. How much time and money is that? Why well, I said, no, put your eggs in other baskets. But the problem is, Michelle, it's just people follow blind advice and think that is everything, right? And if they only knew what was behind the scenes, it's like the Wizard of Oz, right? When they think it was so great and they pulled back the screen and it was just this old man in a machine, right? Not what you thought. Popular doesn't mean it's true. It just means it's popular. And there could be all kinds of different reasons for those kind of things. And yeah, I don't know. I think I always come back to branding. How does this impact your branding? We are the LinkedIn branding shows. So here's what I'd say. If I am trying to build my authority in my industry and I have 
100 randoms from all over the world, from all different industries, doing bland, boring, run-of-the-mill comments. And now there are tools that automate comments, which is don't even get me started on that. I've had this silly company page that generates automatic posts. As soon as a creator writes a post, it generates this automatic AI comment. And I got so angry. I was like, stop commenting on my post. Like you're infuriating me. But it just looks stupid. It's, I remember Michelle when I was young and probably had a little bit of growing to do as, as my mom would put it probably other ways. But when I was like 17, 18, and I was hanging out with the wrong people, and I'll never forget, my mom said to me, she said, Michelle, if you hang out with the garbage, you smell like it. That is what a pod is, my friends. Take your advice from my mom. <laughs> choose who you hang out with because it does reflect on you. Your brand is not just you. It's the sum of the community around you as well and the conversations you lead. Do you want to be the Pied Piper of randoms? It's a no from me, Michelle. Absolutely. And with that algorithm update that LinkedIn had a couple months ago, they want insights and expertise, right? So you want to be known in the circles and your area of expertise and the topics. So Take a look. Here's an actual tip. If you want to know what's a pod or not, take a look at some of these comments. Are they people in your industry on these posts? If not, back, back away. You're as good as a company you keep, right? The old saying, you're as good as the five people around you. So if you see, yeah, it's a viral post, it's a popular post. And that whole, oh, don't get me started in that whole advice to go comment on a top creator's post. We've talked about this before too. No, I'd rather t talk with smaller creators who are Moab to be in my area of expertise and have conversations, right? So just take a look at these big accounts. Look at the people who are commenting. Are these people that you want to be known around in your industry of expertise? Are they going to help you start conversations? If not, back far away. So that's my pseudo actual tip. We didn't even talk about actual tips, but I'm jumping in right now with that one. You can jump in. I think all that glimmers is not gold. And if someone is serving up like number one hit after number one hit with posts, with lots and lots of engagement every single time, you know what? you got to raise your eyebrows because as a creator that's been doing it for nearly a decade now, there are days when things take off. There are days when things don't. And these people, if you're doing it day after day, don't even start me on the plagiarism. That's a whole other conversation for a different day, which again, I don't want to like really pour the gasoline on, onto this fire, but it's up to us as people on the platform to critically analyze what's going on. What kinds of content does it sound like it's a formula that's the same as what everybody else is doing? Because chances are it is. And it's just templates that people are using. I, I share this and I'm so passionate about this because I don't want people to give up, Michelle. And I, I know you're exactly the same. That's why we chose to talk about this topic, not because we care about anybody that's in these silly pods. Like you just look like a goose to me, but it's to encourage the listeners of our podcast that might be discouraged and want to give up. My actionable tip is take a look around you find people in your industry that are doing something similar. How are they going? How are you going to where you were 12 months ago? That's the only real race that you need to worry about. I just don't want people to give up, Michelle. So that's why we're here, right? That's why we're here. Building a strong brand repels those kind of people and attracts good people, but it doesn't happen overnight. So be patient, I think is my actionable tip. 
I think that's an excellent tip. You have to start and stay in it. It's commitment. They throw the C word around a lot of LinkedIn, consistency. Commitment becomes before consistency. You have to be committed to the cause, why you're here, who you're here for, and what you're trying to do. It's not to go viral. It's not to get all these impressions and stuff. That will come in time. And listen, I know plenty of influential people that don't have thousands and thousands of followers like some of these big ones, but they're the people who are getting book deals. They're the people who are getting asked to do this and speak. So it's not all numbers. It's your expertise, authority, your genuineness that are really going to take you places. So remember that you're building a brand, you're building your authority and your expertise, and that takes time and it takes diligence. And may I add honesty? Okay. Cause trust is the number one thing we're going for here. So with that being said, I'm going to jump off my soapbox too. And I think we gave a really good overview without really getting hundred percent salty gritty and calling out names. So there we go. We were one step away, but I do want to say for those people, when we shout out in these kind of episodes and we say, if you have listened to this and enjoyed it and you reach out and connect with us and we genuinely value that, we have received some pretty amazing connection messages and just comments on people's feedback about this podcast. And I just want to shout out and say thank you to all of those people. Those messages just light us up and I'm so grateful for it because like everyone else, there's days when I think is anybody out there? And it's just so good to know that this podcast is helping people. So if you've been listening, here's how you can help us. I'd really appreciate it. if you're on Spotify, it's so easy to press five-star rating on Spotify. You literally listen to an episode, go and press the five stars. You are done. On Apple Podcasts, leave us a recommendation or review. On Android, whatever the process is on that platform, please just leave us some recommendations so that we can encourage other listeners. And yeah, I just want to say thank you. That's me done, Michelle. Over to you. Thank you. Yeah, on Apple Podcasts, our new thing is if you hit follow, you'll see it in your podcast app. That really signals to them. So hit that follow button. I want to give a quick shout out, Michelle. Almost daily, we get really awesome, just like you said, people shouting out. We love when you send us DMs, but I want to send a special thank you to Michelle Delcor. I probably mispronounced it, but we appreciate you so much. Thank you for that lovely message. And also to a new listener who just found us and has said he is breaking the Spotify algorithm listening to both Michelle's and our, actually both our other podcasts too. So a very special thank you to Alistair Thompson in the UK. So we appreciate you both so much and all of you listening. So with that being said, Michelle, we'll be back next week. But until then, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.